Hello listeners, it's me, Cuthbert. Before we start I should mention haptic features in this episode, but this edition was recorded before the recent falling out between Nick and the show around the time of Paul's birthday. So, sadly matters are not resolved, and Nick has not yet returned to the studios. We hope to hear from him soon. Enjoy the show, and I may speak to you again later! Exclamation. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, oh it's that time again. Uh, Paul Chandler's gonna start this whole thing he does. It's called the Shadow Podcast. It's probably gonna start any minute now. Anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, sit back and relax. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Look at the He's got all that shy is right. Join me, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Shy Life podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. A little bit concerned. Um, something's been going on and uh, we'll be telling you about it this episode. Uh, one of our friends is, I don't know. One of our friends isn't acting like she usually does. No, it's odd. And I'm not talking about Bettina. I mean, she's always acting odd. Um, That's part of Bettina Dupre. Or Bettina Evans Dupre, I should say. That's that's part of Bettina being Bettina. Um, So, yes, so the only other member of the team, or the regular team, who is a, a she is Tallulah, and that's who I'm talking about, Tallulah Twinklehorn. She's not right. Something's going on. (sighs) Let's run that theme music, and when we come back, we'll find out a little bit more about what's been going on. Run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a positive theme podcast. The Shy Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Oh, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, Captain. How are you? You're quite like a big fan, don't you, Paul? Oh, really? Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope you haven't found out my secret. Yes, he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti and to John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that, yeah. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. So, Cromarty, what do you make of all this? The World Wide Pool. You know, Tallulah. Oh, uh, well... I, I I don't know. I, I I am concerned to hear that she is acting strangely. I think we should go over and, and see Martin. 
Um, listeners, uh, we had a phone call from Martin um, just a few hours ago, and uh, he really did seem concerned. And and uh, I, I uh, at the time, I, I just sort of didn't uh, think much of it. I just presumed she she was overworked, but. Uh, uh, he really did seem concerned. I promise we'll go over. We'll go over, won't we, uh, Cromarty? Yes, Paul, of course we will. This is the conversation I had with him, listeners. Uh, hello, Paul. Uh, uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine, Martin. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. I don't think Mum's all right, though. In what way? Is she she's not got Covid or something? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, but she's... Uh, been behaving a bit oddly. Oh, she'd been working too hard. This whole Phoenix Festival thing, you know, and all the associated work with uh, uh, with that. I mean, listening to Phoenixes squawking away 24 hours a day, it's gonna it's gonna get to you, isn't it? I mean, look at your uncle John with the magpies. Look at him. Uh, well, yes, you're not wrong. Um, I don't know. I don't know how magpies and phoenixes compare. I guess we could ask Albert. <laughs> yes, of course we could. But, but, I'm sorry, I, I'm not taking this seriously enough. Um, what, what's going on with her? Well, her whole personality is, it's different, it's kind of changed. There's not a pod down in the cellar, is there? Not a pod down in the, oh what, like the invasion of the body snatchers? No, Paul, there isn't. You're still not taking me seriously. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I'm just trying to... You know, lighten the mood. I appreciate that, Paul, but I, I kind of hope that you and Comedy might come over for tea. Then you can see what I mean. Um, uh, sure, sure. You haven't actually said, what, just her mood? She's more grumpy? She's more what? Um, she's, yeah, she's more blunt. Like, kind of almost rude at times. That's not like Tallulah, you must agree. Yeah, I mean, Tallulah's, like, politeness personified. Exactly, Paul. Uh, how long has this been going on? I mean, I don't want to pry, but do, does she take any medication? Has she changed her medication? All these sorts of things can affect one's mood or, you know. Uh, no. Uh, no, she's not on anything as far as I know. I mean, I'd suggest talking to a doctor, but it's not very easy at the moment. I mean... She doesn't think anything's wrong. She's she, she doesn't listen when I I ask her. You know, I asked her the other day, what you know about her change of mood, and she just completely dismissed me. That doesn't seem like her at all. How long has this been going on? Uh, well, I would say pretty much since the garden party. Oh, blimey, the garden party! Wow, that was a day. It was, Paul. Yes. I mean, it was a bit of a shocker for all of us, uh, one way or another. Yes, I had to swim, swim out of a, a fish pond and, and, and then, oh, that's just the start of it. Uh, yes, Paul. Sorry, I'm making it all about me and it's not. But you were affected. I was, with, I was affected, Toppy was affected, Tina was affected, everyone was affected. But, uh, yeah, but perhaps Taruna took it more seriously than we realised. I mean, the fact that there were vampires at the garden party and she's had experience with the yoga vampires. 
it's going to affect you, isn't it? it maybe it's really sunk in and... Oh, dear. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's thinking about how it's not safe to be living around this area anymore. Perhaps. Um, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, look, yeah, let me talk to Promity and uh, I'll get back to you. We'll, we'll hopefully come and see you in the next day or so. Oh, will you, Paul? I'll be ever so grateful. Don't worry, Martin. We'll 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 pop over. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, concerning. Oh uh, yeah, thanks, Paul. All right. Um, I'll speak to you later. All right, Paul. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye, Martin. Bye bye. So that that wasn't long ago, and uh, um, so Promity, what shall I text him and say we'll come over this afternoon? Yes, Paul. Please, yes, do that. I'm I'm sure we have time. Yeah, I think so. Do you think we should mention it to Yeti Uncle John? Mm, yes, I I hear you sound um you know uh <laughs> uncertain. Well I do, you know Yeti Uncle John. He's such a greedy pig as well. Oh Paul But on the other hand, he and Tallulah have quite a close friendship. I think that um hmm, I think that you should go over and speak to your Uncle John. I want to call Bettina, maybe even Nick, just to ask their opinions. I mean, Bettina, I mean, she may have experienced this herself, you know, talking to uh, to, 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 to Lula and realised something's up. OK, Paul, I'll go and speak to your Uncle John. Why do you want to speak to Eek? I don't know. I don't know. Just thought he might have... A view on the matter? Maybe. All right. Um, I'll, you run along. I'll, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you, you know, speak to him. I'll see if he can come over. And we'll all go over to see Martin and Tallulah. All right, Paul. All right. See you soon. Yes, Paul. OK. Right. Um, let me try Bettina. Hello, Bettina Dupre. How can I help? Oh. <laughs> Bettina. Are you Bettina Dupre or are you... Bettina Evans to pray. Oh, I'm actually Bettina Evans to pray, Paul. <laughs> I, I, I forget to announce myself. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's OK. I don't mean to call you out. How, how are you? How's, um, how's August? Oh, busy painting. How is everything, you know, after the, the garden party? Oh, Paul. Oh, well. <laughs> the least said about that, the better. But it wasn't a complete disaster. No, but, uh, you know, that's mainly thanks to you and Toppy. Uh, and, uh, anyway. Look, we'll talk about this another day. I, I, I'm not quite ready to process it all. All right. I, I actually wanted to speak to you about something completely different. Although perhaps slightly connected, but, um, um, anyway. Darling, what is it? What's going on? I just had a phone call from Martin a little while ago. Uh, he's concerned about Tallulah. Have you, have you spoken to her, you know, since the party? Um. Have I spoken to her? Um, I, no. No, I haven't. I did text her a couple of times. I don't think she responded. Why? What's going on? Well, we're not sure. And, um, I'm, I'm, um, going over there this afternoon. He's concerned that her personality has, um, sort of, which is different. She's different, basically. Darling, I don't like the sound of that. And what? Um, uh, this has been going on since the party. Well, I didn't like to say too much, but yes, um, I don't know whether she took it all to heart. Even though, from what I remember, you know, she wasn't 
too caught up in it. I mean, not like some of us were. Yes, I know, but I guess she could have been an observer. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's quite possible. Hmm. I'm concerned. I'm concerned to hear this. No, I haven't actually had any experience. Do you think I should speak to her? Do you think I should come with you when you see her? Um, I think we should um, see the lay of the land. You know, we'll go over and see her, Crobberty and I. Itty Uncle John may come. We haven't worked that out yet. Um, and then we'll report back. We, we may need you as a second guard, as it were. Oh, darling. All right. All right. Um, uh, well, you let me know, darling. I'm concerned. I'm, I'm concerned. Um, it's like a mood thing, is it? She, is she grumpy? She's been a bit grumpy, and that's not like Tallulah at all. Hmm. Well, I don't know. We all feel grumpy as we get older, don't we, darling? Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I just wanted to speak to you before I went and saw her, but let me uh, get back to you. All right, darling, I hope it goes okay. I do hope there's nothing terribly wrong. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. All right, I'll speak to you soon. All right, darling. Send my love to August. Oh, I will. I will. All right, bye for now. Bye, bye, for, bye for now, Bettina. I'm going to call Ick. Uh, I don't know quite what to say to him. I don't really know what he's going to say to me, but... Uh, oh. Hello, Ick Nadine. How can I help? It's me, Paul. I know. Yes, hello, Paul. How are you? I'm fine. We haven't seen you for a, a, a while. Oh, I know. I've been... I've been up in space. Um, I've been visiting Uck. Uh, he's a... He's at university. On the... On... on on one of the moons of Pluto. Really? They have universities on the moons of Pluto? What's he studying? Oh, you know, ukulele studies. Ukulele studies? Uh, couldn't he do that with Tadula? Well, he's sort of, you know, advanced so far that, uh, you know, he needs further tuition in the alien technique of playing the ukulele. There's so many different ways, so many different styles. Tadula only really knows about how to play the ukulele in Earth style. Oh, okay. Gosh, I can't believe he's at university already. Uh, how time flies. Yes, Paul. Anyway, I was going to visit him. Um, uh, I missed him. No. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I mean, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Emptiness syndrome. <laughs> I suppose. Anyway, what do you want? I don't know. I just wondered if you'd... Have you spoken... You know, I know you have a, a connection with the... Uh, well, I, I didn't realise about Ark. I must have missed that. But I knew you had a connection with the um, the, the music school, you know, Tallulah's music school. And uh, I, I, I... Yeah. I, 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 but perhaps you've not been down there recently. I, I just wondered if you'd spoken to Tallulah. Um, I, um, I think I... Ah, yes, of course. Well, sort of. Um, mm. And did you hear back from her? No, nothing, which is unusual. Mm, yeah, that sort of confirms what we've heard. Well, what have you heard? I've heard that she's not quite herself. Really? In what way? 
uh, moods, funny moods. Um, Martin called me up. He's concerned. Uh, it seems to have all sort of been happening since Bettina's garden party. And, uh, yeah, we don't know what's wrong. I'm, I'm going over with Cromarty um, to, to, to see it firsthand. Um, but uh, I just wondered. Uh, I spoke to Bettina and she said much the same, that she'd not been responding to her texts and things. And those two are very close. Yes, Paul. Do you want me to go with you? I said, I, well, no, I said to Bettina, I, I don't think we should all turn up a big mob of us. Um, I think, you know, Cromartie and I will go over. Uh, Yeti Uncle John may drive us. <laughs> um, and of course, they're very close. So I, I think at most three is, is enough, um, particularly as Martin is uh, concerned. Um, but we will report back, and you may be needed later at some stage. Well, definitely, if I can help, I will. Oh, well, I'm kind of glad you didn't want me to go today. I'm still recovering from a heavy weekend up in space on one of the moons of Pluto. Well, well, which one? I always forget. I forget the names. I'll check it up and let you know. <laughs> yes, great. OK, well, I'll, um, I'll update you later on. All right, Paul. You take care. I do hope she's all right. I'm sure she will be. All right. OK, bye for now. Bye-bye. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye. Going to university on one of the moons of Pluto. But he can't remember which one. Um, listeners, I think it's time that you listen to a Sutton Park clip or, or a quiz or something. Um, and hopefully, meanwhile, Cromarty will be... Um, he will be um, talking to Getty Uncle John and perhaps we'll find out whether Getty Uncle John's going to come with us or at least can drop us off. <laughs> it's cheaper if Getty Uncle John does that for a start. <laughs> All right. Um, have a listen to something, and I'll um, speak to you again uh, afterwards. All right? Okay. Have a listen. In a change to the scheduled archive material, instead we present to you some additional scenes that we didn't have time to share with you last episode. They feature Paul, Lisa, Andrew and Muffley, and were recorded when the gang were locked in the birthday party venue. Once again, they consider their choices. Enjoy exclamation. this one would you rather spend the rest of your life underwater or underground we're going back to james bond now and smile love me yeah yeah is this in a house or just just buried alive <laughs> yeah because uh, i i need to have something to keep me alive underwater otherwise i'm only going to be alive for a very short time uh, i've often said i'd like to live in a cave yeah um because I can't swim, if I was in a, like, a glass-domed house or something like that, I would worry about if the, the ceiling cracked and I 
I sort of, you know, ground, I suppose. Mm. So I, I suppose living underground is safer. In theory. In theory. Because, yeah. um, I mean, you, you've been to Wookie Hole, haven't you, Lisa? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wouldn't mind spending more time under there. Yeah, not in the wet bits, though. Not in the wet bits. There's an awful lot of goopy no. bits, isn't there? No, it's, and it's, bits where the ceiling's quite low. Oh no, I'm I'm imagining a, a fully furnished house that's underground. Okay. I'm not imagining some dirty hole. <laughs> if you'll pardon the expression, you want a hobbit hole, don't a you? A hobbit hole, yeah, yeah. with luxury. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I could live in a hobbit hole. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I could. I could demonstrate my ring and everything. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I live underground. Thank you. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? Uh, it's probably the same for me. I'm not not fond of water that i'd want to you're not that fond of boats are you really not really no. I, I drag you onto no. boats occasionally no. don't i apart from when it's a really small boat and i go nope i'm not going on that while it's too small <laughs> that's weird because i can't really swim yeah. but i don't mind going on boats that's weird mm. okay i'll take back what i said about danger then <laughs> <laughs> what about you muffly um probably the water option um i think sort of both me and angelique well angelique well, Angelique's from the south of France, and she's by the sea um, in a place called La Sensomere. And I think I've just got an affinity with water, with its sort of, um, <laughs> with passing water, I guess, as well. Um, <laughs> it hurts when I pass water. Well, well, stop passing it. When you reach some, turn back. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the, I think I've said to you before, Paul, like, um, it's one of the reasons to go to Lake District, because, you know, the clues in the title, sort of, you know, just lakes, waterfalls, rivers. God, if I keep going like this, I will have to sort of excuse myself. <laughs> I'm starting to get like tingles. So that would be my answer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I'd do the same. I wouldn't like to look wouldn't be anything to look out at. And I think I'd probably get very conscious. I know you're I know you're under what bliss you should see fishes go past and and uh yeah, I have an affinity with Water. I suppose if you if you like lived by an outflow pipe, it wouldn't be very nice, would it? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See all these things going past. You need more. You need more, you know, information before you committed. But I think the idea yeah. would be uh, perhaps I could live in, in Dwentwater and and then maybe occasionally I could pop up and as one of the boat the boats goes past. Where, where's the, where's the lake with all the gnomes under it? Um, that's Waswater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it is it that they the police can't dive beyond a certain point as well or mm. something, isn't it? I, to yeah, rescue I people. Yeah. I think it's certainly England's I don't know if it's Britain's deepest lake, but yet there is something mm. that the police can only dive to like fifty metres, I think yeah. it's something like that. Yeah, because the the the, tall, the tallest policeman is only fifty metres tall. Yeah, because if you lived underground and you were robbed or something, mm. you couldn't call the police then, could you? You'd have to surface. Yes. They wouldn't come down to you. Probably not, no. No. So if you had an underwater house... Yeah. Yeah, we're worried about that springing a leak. But um, what about this one? Would you rather always have a shopping cart with one wheel that doesn't work right when shopping or an uneven (laughs) table leg at every restaurant where you eat? Oh, shopping trolley. Yeah. Shopping trolley's easy because we already do, don't we? Yeah, mostly, yeah. Because oh. you've got this thing on, on them. It says, wonky wheels, please tell us. Yeah, don't. And every time I get a wonky wheel, I tell you and nothing happens. No, no. It's not in my power to do anything. <laughs> you, 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 you're, not, you're not qualified to sort out wheels, no. are you? 
No. So it's one of those things no, that I we... Do, hey? I do get to unlock the trolleys if the people get stuck in the door with them. So, <laughs> oh, you've got is, the bleeper yeah, over. I've, I've got the bleeper and I'm chasing, I'm going, stop, stop, so I can free you. Yeah, the security <laughs> man often has to let us out of the store, doesn't yes. he? Because the wheels lock yeah. when we get near the entrance. Yeah. Obviously, we. Uh, so it's we because suspicious. we hang around too long near yes. the near the auto checkout near, thing near the, near the door, and they think we're stealing stuff extremely slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just shout at the security man, "Wheels have locked! Can you bleep us?" And he always does. <laughs> he does. He's very good. Clearly, I've got a face to be trusted. Yes. <laughs> he said hello to me last night. Yeah. Hey, oh, there you go. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's very friendly, our security guard. He's um, he's from Brazil. You would not want to get on the wrong side of him, though. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, if you if he likes you, you're all right. Yeah. Oh, I'm all right then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Muffley, what about you? I'd probably go shopping trolley as well. In fact, it was. Um, God, I'm trying to remember where I am at the moment. I, I was last weekend. I think that I sort of I went out to the supermarket early doors just because. I just like to avoid people, basically, and um, lockdown or lo- no lockdown. And yeah, I had a wonky shopping trolley and I harumphed and grumbled about it. But at least there wasn't anyone in there to sort of see me sort of um, being in a bad mood. For a while, Lisa, mm. you had to do all the shopping trolley stuff on your own, though, didn't you? I did. Because yeah. normally we do, we do yeah. it as a two man job. Yeah. But there was a point at which I wasn't allowed in the store, was I? No. Not because no. I'd done anything bad. No, during lockdown, but, when you had to, to, to but it was it was one alone. person only, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So, so I, I had to sit in the car for an hour. Yes. Like I was a dog. <laughs> With the window open. <laughs> I, yeah, I remembered to wind the window down. It's all right. <laughs> but no, it's it's fine unless somebody stops in front of me, and I can't always guarantee you I'm going to stop. Yeah. To be fair, so. I think I I think I would rather have the wobbly trolley as well. I, when I when I was down in Kent for my trip recently, uh, the, even the the table in the kitchen, I noticed had a, I think, I think I think we might have just knocked the table and suddenly it was wobbling and and I realised there was a little bit of paper that was holding keeping it, keeping it um, f- sort of steady. But, uh, but, um, I've got another one. Um, this is a, 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 not a million miles from one of the ones we had near the start, but. Um, would you rather spend the rest of your life without music or without movies? I think that might we might. I think I might get a different answer from from one side from the other, but I'm not sure. But I do get a lot of people saying they'd like to spend the rest of their life without my music. <laughs> 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 no, um, yeah, I could I could do without movies. I sometimes I go into movies and I've got high hopes and like, oh, it's a bit generic. It's a bit predictable. Whereas music sort of is always a sort of um. There's just so much. There's such a sort of wide scope of things. So that would be me. But I suspect there might be a different answer from Toby and Lisa. Is that right? Am I wrong? Well, you go first, Lisa. Um, uh, see, this is difficult because I, since I stopped getting the bus to work, I don't listen to music or podcasts as much as I used to. You haven't heard any of our shows for, for about ages. two years, no, have I you, did, Lisa? I did, one, I did do one of them. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I, did, I do the odd one if I get a chance. Yeah. But I do like to listen to music. I, do, I, I mean, I suppose if, if having classic on mm. in the background is listening to music, isn't it? So I'd, I'd probably say movies as well, really, because yeah. I've got certain bits of music that I absolutely 
love and that can um, cheer me up. And one of those being um, Murray Gold's I Am The Doctor, which reminds me of when we went to the Doctor Who experience with Warren and we got to fly the TARDIS because there were no kids there. Oh, yeah. Push about the way. Push the kids out the way. Um, so, yeah. So... What about you? I could happily live without movies as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, telly has always been my thing when it comes to moving pictures. And movies were, you know, movies on telly were all very well. But as, as I've said, going to the cinema was such a rare thing in my growing up mm-hmm. that I've never had that sort of culture thing about movies. I, I, I just don't feel that, that connection that I do with telly. Yeah. If it was TV you know, rather than movies. Yeah. I'd rather live without music, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But but movies as as a genre has <laughs> just has it, always been something a bit apart from me. Um, you know, series and serials I've always said has been my is always my thing. Um, you know, that there's no movie I love as much as 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 a random episode of Zed Cars. There are, I mean, yeah. there are movies that, uh, I mean, you, you were saying about Independence Day earlier. I can just have Independence Day on in the background and there are certain little bits of it that I absolutely love mm. just because I'm so familiar with it. I've yeah. seen it so many times that I'll be watching going, oh, there's this bit coming up now that I really like so but the best version of independence day is the radio <laughs> version isn't it yes which you can't really get anymore which yeah. i must try and track down a copy of because yeah. who's in it colin baker colin baker is a, is a squadron leader yeah. and patrick moore plays himself and beats, and up, an beats alien. up an alien yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who produced that Was I, it, I, Dirt Max? it might have been Dirt Max. We, we did have it on cassette but obviously it's probably in the house somewhere. It's, it might be in the house. But we don't have anything to <laughs> I don't, don't, Beyond so, that, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's probably online somewhere. You'll probably mm. find it. But yeah, yeah. Independence Day, the, the radio Independence version. Day UK. Independence Day UK, that's yeah. right, yeah. So, yeah. And that, that, to me, does Independence Day far better than the movie. Because it's yeah. in your head. Yeah. In, you know. I, th- I think if I had to choose between movies, stroke TV and music, I... I, I I would rather keep music. And I find I don't listen to as much music because I'm doing so much podcast uh, work. But um, equally, uh, but what I do, like I have so much to decide. I often don't listen to either podcasts or music unless I'm out and about. And I don't go out and about as much, so I usually find that I get more enjoyment from listening to the, the music um, when I do now um but i mean that's one of the things i like about, about my podcast is is that we have the music which um of course muffley's been contributing to uh i i kind of like our music as much as i like other people's like uh, i because because it's been made to be used by by me it's extra special whether i make it harry makes it muffley makes it. it it um but the good thing is i always you obviously, but Harry and you must be must be, must be very attuned to what I like, unless or, or unless I'm just very, um, I just like lots of things. But because I've never had a piece of music from either of you where I've gone, well, I suppose I'll have to use it. I've always liked. <laughs> I mean, that I mean, I do I do have fav- I do have favourites. Um, uh, the ones who 
I tend to run my stuff past Angelique, and that's kind of like not exactly the grey, as they used to call it, the old grey whistle test. But I can tell her she likes it, so she'll prefer probably more the dancey stuff rather than like the fifteen-minute prog rock extravaganza stuff. So yeah, so yeah. I like um, I like some of the I like some of the you've done some ones that have been kind of dancey, but sort of perhaps minor key for want of a so they work quite well they're, they're kind of you could, they, they work quite well in when something sinister is going on or something a bit sort of suspects going on but that used to be uh, that used to be my dating profile title actually dancey but in a minor key yeah <laughs> but but yeah it's got it's kind of like oh there's something dramatic going been happening but i can't go dance fast well, yeah. well some of that stuff I've cut, well, basically sort of work to a brief, which is quite good because that sort of focuses the mind mm. and like um, knowing sort of you're doing something specific. Talking of keys, are you sure that you had a key, uh, Paul? It's, it's not a keypad that gained access to the... No, I'm sure I came in with, with, a, with a key. I... It, it, wasn't me- it wasn't made of ice, was it? It didn't oh, melt. Good point. Good, yeah. Um, I'm, I did a good job, but not being having a... A, a, a game with me. They're probably all sitting out there eating our, eating our picnic. Uncle John, are you in there? Oh, oh, so, oh dear, oh dear. I was just having a nap. We were all having a nap, the magpies and I. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, they're starting to wake up. Oh, oh dear, I am very sorry, Uncle John. I, I did try your phone, but you didn't reply. I should have realised you were having a nap. I thought you might be, you know, driving the taxi around. No, no, I'm not uh, not on duty yourself to me. You're having a break. But, uh, Oh well, let's. We we may have um. You, we may have something, uh. You know that um. You could help us with, uh, what driving the taxi. Well, yes, kind of. What's going on? Well, um, I don't know if you've spoken to Martin or to Lula recently. Uh, I, I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh, why? Tallulah's been acting strangely, and I know you're very close with her. Well, I am usually, yeah. But I guess I've been busy, and I guess she's been busy. Yes, when Martin is concerned, her moods have been acting very strange. Really? Oh. Uh, and what? What's the plan? Well, the plan is that Paul and I go over for tea with Martin this afternoon, so that we witness it firsthand and see if she really is acting strangely. Fair enough. Oh, that, that concerns me. Uh, that concerns me. Uh, I wonder. I wonder what's caused all this. Well, it seems like it's been happening since the uh, the garden party. So, 
maybe it's like some sort of delayed shock. Um, although she wasn't like evolved in the way that some of us were, um, she probably witnessed it all. And just the idea that the vampires were so close would have probably scared her. Yes, quite understandably. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, I'll drive you both and, um, well, I'll pop in as well. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that'd be best. I'll have a word with her. Uh, hopefully she's got some nice cakes she's been making. <laughs> oh, you can call John. Well, thank you, yes. Um, we didn't want to crowd her, we, but we did think that it probably could be a good idea if you came along, because... She'll engage with you. Or if she doesn't, then, well, we really know that something's wrong. Yes. Yes, I must admit. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know, it's uh, probably stupid, but... Oh, the idea of seeing Tallulah not being herself, it kind of... Oh, that makes me feel sad. Makes me feel concerned. Well, yes, she's usually such a positive person. Yes, well, Martin probably, uh, you know, he's living with her. He's probably very concerned. I mean, they've not long been, you know, reunited or, or, you know, it's it's, it's good to go and support him. Uh, And if I have to eat some cake, I have to eat some cake. I'm I'm willing to sacrifice my my waistline. Oh, yitty Uncle John. Uh, (laughs) It is no surprise to me to hear you say that. Oh, about that predictable. Well, when it comes to cake, yes, you are very predictable, I suppose. All right, well, uh, give me five minutes and I'll, uh, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll uh, settle the magpies down. Uh, might be quite good. They might go back to sleep. Yes, yes. Well, you you sort them out. I'll go back and tell Paul. And, uh, yes, and, and then we'll... And then I guess we need to tell Martin we're coming. <laughs> and, uh, yes... Okay, thank you, Yeti Uncle John. Thank you for helping. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, anything for Tallulah. Anything for cake. Anything for cake. Um, no, no, Tallulah comes first. Yes, yes. Okay, I'll give Paul a call. All right, see you in a few minutes. Yes, yes. Hello, Paul the Shrangetti. How can I help? Paul, it's me, Cromity, just very quickly. Uh, Yeti Uncle John's free. He's very concerned. He's going to drive us. Will you tell Martin? All right, yes, I'll call Martin. We'll see you outside in a, in a few minutes. All right. Okay. Um, thanks. Uh, uh, thanks for sorting it, uh, Crumpty. Bye, bye now. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye. Oh, Martin. Call Martin. Must call Martin. Uh, uh, hello, uh, Martin. Uh, music school. Um, oh, dear. I was forget what I'm supposed to say. Martin, don't worry. It's me, Paul. We're going to come over. Can we come over now? Uh, what? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, how many of you are coming? Uh, me and Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John's driving, so I guess him as well. Um, I thought that might be a good thing, actually. Uh, yeah, we uh, yeah, see how uh, Mum uh, reacts to him, because they're, they're very close. I know, I know. And uh, uh, Paul, um, you might want to pop into Martin Spencer's or something. Uh, what, what for? But that's fine, yes. But, but what for? Um, you might need to get some cakes or something. Uh, I think we've got tea and milk and everything, but no, you might need some cakes. Tallulah's not made any recently? Uh, she's made some, but they're, they're inedible. 
<laughs> well, that's a shocker. Her cakes are usually wonderful. I know, Paul. It's another one of the things that made me think that something's not right. Uh, her cooking's gone right off, right off. Oh, blimey. Well, we'll pop into Marks and Spencer's or somewhere and, uh, and, uh, and get some cakes. Gosh, Tallulah's cooking? Affected? This really is bad, isn't it? Oh, that's what I'm worried about, Paul. Um... All right, well, just you hold tight and we'll be there soon. Thanks, Paul. See you later. Yeah, see you later, Marlene. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Um, listeners, um, I've got to go meet uh, Croberty and Yeti Uncle John out front. We're going to have to go to the supermarket. Um, I think we might share with you some new music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so some new, uh, a new tune. Um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, have a listen and when we come back we'll be either on our way to Tallulah's or we'll be there and yeah I'm a little bit unnerved about what we're going to find but still we've got to bandy around and support Martin and, and, and Tallulah you know it's yeah it's concerning anyway um, more in a bit have a listen to this
Hi listeners, hi listeners, we're at the music school. Um, we're about to go and have a cup of tea with Tallulah. Um, I'm, you know, interested to see how different she actually is. Um, I do wonder if it's just stress, you know, <laughs> about, you know, all the work she's been doing with, uh, the, the the phoenixes plus there was all that gossip about the the uh, music school at one point and uh, it still it, it may be you know some sort of PTSD from the garden party um, in which case she really needs to see a doctor. I don't disagree with you, Paul. It's just getting her to do it. That's all. She's not keen. She doesn't think anything's wrong. <sighs> I do wonder if Bettina and August shouldn't have, you know, we shouldn't have waited until they were available to come over. Well, I, d- I just don't think, uh, you know, t- too many people at once is not a good idea. It's it's an option, but, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, you come, on, come on out to the garden. Yes, yes, all right. Where are Comity and your Uncle John? Oh, they're out there already. Oh, all right, great, Martin, thanks. I don't see... Uh, to do that. No, no, she'll be here in a minute. Oh, OK. All right. I'll, I'll head out. All right, Paul. So see, see you in a moment. I'll, I'll bring the stuff out. OK, cool. Oh, dear. I guess the weather's still good enough to sit in the garden. It, it's a quite uh, um, sunny-ish day, I suppose. But, uh, you know, we're heading on into the autumn. The leaves are still on the trees, just about. <laughs> but... Uh, Usually by my birthday, they'll be gone. But uh, you do get some nice autumn days, though, in sort of, you know, sort of late September, early October, you know, sort of Indian summer, they call it. But, uh, oh, there you are, Paul. Uh, Have you seen her yet? No, no, I've just been talking to Martin and the listeners. Oh, oh, right, we've not seen her. No, no, we've not seen her. I was just saying to you, Uncle John, I wondered if it wouldn't have been better to wait until... Bettina and uh, and August uh, uh, were available. Well, I was saying much the same, but um, I don't know. Martin thinks that uh, we shouldn't sort of overcrowd her, and also um, I guess she may have bad associations with uh, Bettina. I mean, not with Bettina herself, but with what happened at the garden party, um, and uh, and also you know. Tallulah is August's sister and it might upset August and, you know, he can be sensitive enough at the best of times. We don't want... Uh, we, we need to know what we're dealing with. It might be that we need to focus more on her going to see a doctor. Who, who knows? I don't know. I am concerned about, uh, uh, you know, seeing her. Uh, I, I'm worried that she'll be weak and, uh, you know, ill-looking and, and I think that will upset me. Well, yes, it'll upset me too. Um, but... Uh, so, so imagine how it would upset her actual brother. Um, anyway, just a minute. Is that her now? Where? Coming across from the the, the allotment. Uh, oh, I see. Is that Tallulah? Paul, I think it is. She's had a real image change. Uh, she, listeners, I, I don't really mean, but before she gets here, she usually dresses quite. Uh, um, my goodness. She usually dresses quite conservatively and her hair is sort of 
um, graying, and, and uh, she's uh, wow. She, well, that, that that dress isn't conservative. It's it's fantastic, and her hair. She dyed it for like a fiery red colour. Well, what a change! Yeah, it is. Uh, it is uh, quite different. Hello, everybody. How are you? It's lovely, lovely to see you, my darlings. <laughs> ah, what a surprise. Uh, yes, Tallulah. Uh, well, you know, Martin suggested we come over to make the best of, you know, the, the, the late summer weather, well, early autumn weather, <laughs> the good weather. Oh, yes. He's a good boy, is Martin. Yes. Uh, yes, he, he is. Uh, you look quite different, Tanula. Oh, do I? Really? Don't you like it? No, no, you were just saying it's very striking. You don't like it? Well, what do I care? I don't care at all. I mean, this is how I want to look. It's the new me, you know. I have to run this school. I have to, you know, go on many committees. I have to, you know, stand out. And, uh, well, I think I stand out now. You do, Tallulah. We weren't saying it was bad. We were saying it was different. And I think, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's very autumnal colours. I love, I love that dress. Oh, thank you. I hope you're not just saying that, Paul. No, not at all. You know me. I love a bit of fashion. I love a bit of pizzazz. And you're really, uh, yeah, you're really giving 100% pizzazz right there now. Well, thank you. What do you think? Do you agree? Oh, yes. Yes. It, yeah, we almost didn't recognise it was you. No, no, no. We, we uh, you know, it's, it's such a, such a wonderful uh, makeover. A makeover? You make it sound like in some sort of charity case. No, I don't think you meant it like that. Yes, Uncle John, you didn't mean it like that, did you? Uh, no, I just meant, you, you know, you've changed your appearance. No, you weren't like that when we saw you at the, uh, the garden party. Yes, Uncle John, don't mention the garden party. But he's right, Paul. I wasn't like this at the garden party, was I? No. I felt different. I felt different since the garden party. And uh, this change is sort of inspired by that, uh, that, that day. Ah, uh, yeah, well, you know, um, it, it, was, uh, it, it was quite some day, wasn't it? Oh, it was, my darling, yes. It was. I don't think it was in a bad way. Where's Martin? I think he was going to get some uh, uh, some tea things and, and bring stuff outside. I don't, I don't think we knew the weather was going to be quite so good when he invited us. I'd better go and help him. Crocketty, come with me. Oh, oh yes. All right, Tallulah. Uh, I'll come and help. Yes. Uh, 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 I'll go with her. Yeah, yeah. Go with her, Crocketty. You'll be okay. Yes, I'll be fine. <sighs> yeah, you will. You'll be... Oh, what's going on there, Paul? Martin's right. She's completely different. Like I said, I think uh, I was expecting her to be, I don't know, quieter or... Well, I'm not sure, but not like that. She's quite confrontational all of a sudden. Do you think one of the vampires might have nipped her or something? Look, I don't know. I mean, I don't see any bite mark. She's wearing a quite low-cut dress. There's no sort of... um, there's no sort of neckerchief or anything around her neck. Well, you know, vampires don't have to bite you on the neck, do they? They can bite you in other places. I, I guess they can. 
Look, I don't know these days. The rules of vampires are all up in the air. Uh, if she was affected by them, then... Uh, well, I, I don't know that we... we. It's not like, it's not like she looks pale or... Um, I don't know. I don't think it's vampires. I, I think it's... I think... I don't know what I think it is. But, but she's definitely changed. I mean, she said she changed. Yes, I hope Cromarty's all right. So, um, uh, uh, Tallulah, do, have, have you changed your whole wardrobe? What if I have, darling? Oh, I just wanted to know. <laughs> I think I would have liked to have come with you on your shopping trip. I, I do like shopping with my girlfriends. Oh, really? Well, to be honest, I think you would have got in the way. I like to go shopping by myself. Oh, oh really? I, 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 you know, we have been together on a few shopping trips. I, I thought you enjoyed my company. I probably told you I enjoyed them. But, uh, oh, Cromarty, sometimes your conversations are just dull, dull, dull. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Come on now, we need to help Martin. Uh, yes, all right, <laughs> sure. Uh, guys, where's Mum? Oh, Martin. Um, she, she went looking for you. Uh, where's Cromarty? He went with her. Uh, yeah, we weren't sure if we should let him go. We weren't, we weren't sure what to do. She she demanded that he, he come with her and, and help out. Oh, oh, right. Huh. So, uh, did, did you notice any change in her? Well, yeah, I mean, you never quite explained the full details. I, I was expecting her to be kind of sad or, or quiet or, and, and, you know, that whole makeover. The, the, bl- the bright hair, the, the bright clothes. Um, I mean, she looks fantastic, but she's really brash now. Everything we said, she was trying to turn into an argument. She was trying to trip us up, trick us on little, little things we'd said. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not the Tallulah we know. It's like you said. Well, any ideas? Any ideas? Any ideas why she's changed like this? She did mention the party, that she felt she'd changed since then. We talked about vampires, but we don't think it's vampires, even though there were vampires at the party. Uh, well, well, what could it be? I don't know. It could be a medical thing. I hate to say it. Sometimes when people have, like, brain tumours or, or something like that, that it changes their personality. Uh, you think Mum's got a brain tumour? No, I didn't say that. But I do think... I do think that she may need a trip to the doctors. Or... You know, I don't want to be personal, but does she does she currently take any medication? You know, for blood pressure or or cholesterol or anything like that? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. No, she's a pretty healthy lady most of the time. You know, she she uh, yeah, oh, she's it, confusing. Yes, I I don't know what we're going to do about this. I, I don't know if she doesn't want to go. It's hard to make her go. I guess. I guess. I mean, I mean, Cromarty knows about science and, and, and it knows about science, but they're not doctors. What, what about what about Mr. Trowbridge? Well, he's not a doctor. Yeah, but he could pretend to be a doctor. No, but I don't think that's going to work. I mean, she doesn't want to go to a doctor. She doesn't think anything's wrong. Oh, no, good point. Sorry, I'm talking out of my bottom. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, but maybe Mr. Trowbridge could help. Maybe talking to him, maybe he could detect something. Maybe he could scan her with something. What, like, rule out some of the other suggestions you made? Well, I don't know. I don't know if he has the equipment that could do that, but theoretically. Uh, um, blimey. Uh, they're coming back now. Uh, you better stop talking. All right, let's stop talking. Listeners, I think it's probably time for a, a clip. Um, and yeah. Uh, it's curious. It's all very odd. She's definitely different. Have a listen, I'll speak to you again in a bit. you two more of these alternate questions and and um and then and, and then hopefully we'll have heard from your uncle john um would you rather eat a delicious meal with no utensils or a mediocre meal with utensils um <laughs> that's a weird one <laughs> i'd probably say i already do the um the former there you go <laughs> yeah i mean it depends whether you're in a, rest- a restaurant i mean i'm also thinking of those restaurants I've heard about where it's just dark. Uh, like I've never been to one because I think it just there'll probably be a lot more in the future with the energy bills. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you're by yourself, I wouldn't bother. I, I if it was, I'd rather have the delicious meal and I would just stick my hands in. But <laughs> uh, if you're in polite company, then maybe it's. Uh... I notice that doesn't actually specify what sort of utensils. Because, no. I mean, cutlery, that, that's food utensils, but there are other sort of utensils, I'm yeah. sure. Well, I think I'm quite, I'm quite dexterous with me fingers when yeah. it comes to food. I can shovel it in, can't it's, I? Apart depends, from soup. Yeah, depends what kind of food it is. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if it's soup, it's a bit difficult, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Especially if you, you know, you can't really drink from the bowl, can you? Depends how full it is. I'd have a go. (laughs) I'd have a go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a funnel's a utensil, isn't it? (laughs) So you could pour it in, I suppose. But yeah, I guess most things I could just do uh, finger food. That's what they call it, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. It's mentioning or not. I was going to say, have we got any finger food here or not? Finger food? Yeah. Well, well it's outside, finger food, I suppose. If you, want to, if you want to nibble my fingers, you're welcome. But I do. Think <laughs> I'm not. I think I'm probably a bit past my prime. I'm probably a bit chewy by now. <laughs> last, last question, but I can. I think. I think the message might have sent, so we might be getting a response any minute. Um, last question: Would you rather be in a room for a year with only one movie, stroke TV program, or to watch, or only one book to read? Mm. It depends what TV series it is. Yeah. Because if it's a TV series with different episodes, that would be fine. So if it was Doctor Who, you could never get bored, really, could you? Yes, I agree. I agree totally. I imagine it would be like one Doctor Who story or one Agatha Christie novel, for want of a better. Again, it depends what it is. If it was Genesis of the Daleks, maybe. But if it was Underworld, <laughs> can I give me the book? <laughs> give me the book. Yeah, Tie with the Rock. Yeah, I mean, thinking of books, Yeah, 
I do have some books that are so well read that they they've almost fallen apart. Yeah, we've had to we've had to rebuy books because Yeah, because read I've them read so them much. so many times yeah. they have fallen apart. Yeah. Certainly that Arthur C. Clarke essay book mm-hmm. just disintegrated. Yeah. And I have to say my complete yes prime minister books are He's looking very very mm. you you can almost see daylight through the spine now. So yeah. those might have to be um you know they, they those might and and they're big books, you see. They, they, there's mm-hmm. like that's the complete novelization of it. So, I could certainly do those on a loop. Um, but even something like um, um, Diary of a Nobody. Oh, you love Diary of a Nobody. I only discovered yeah. that you know relatively recently. Yeah. And I can't think the number of times I've read it. So, mm-hmm. so there are books I could, I can, st- I can almost read in a in a loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. There are certain ones. I think also you could make a book last longer than a, say, well, say if I took my favourite Doctor Who story, which is probably Season 2, you still feel like you ought to watch one episode. You know, you wouldn't just watch, you might read a couple of chapters of a book, but you wouldn't watch, you probably wouldn't just watch five minutes or ten minutes of a Doctor Who episode. So you get through your six episodes quite quickly. Whereas a book might, at least might last, you can make it last longer. Um, Particularly if I had something like Tales of the City, which I like, which is short chapters. And maybe if I could get away with it, you could get one of those compilation ones where there's about three of the books in one volume. But uh, that would probably be cheating. But, uh, or one of my own books. <laughs> Although I wouldn't want to have one of my own books because I'd be like, I'd be worried I'd find spelling mistakes, which is, um, even my poet, even my poetry books, which because the poems were read aloud, sometimes I still find a spelling mistake. I think, well, I must. I was reading. I was using the, this text to read it and show the other day. How did I not notice it then? It's, it's quite hard actually to spot spelling mistakes in your own work. Mm. I, I found that. That's why you get a proofreader. I was going to say because you proofread a few for Paul, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I notice it. I, I notice it in like in. Um, books that are commercially released i'm like you you've not proofread this yeah. you feel like a uh, message and saying do you want a proofreader because yeah. i was re- i was reading mel c's autobiography so uh which was on a i think it was on a big and, and there was one just one or two things or dates where where she kind of said oh this happened in 19, 19, 1998 but it can't possibly have done because it, it didn't necessarily i think she meant 97 but just have a couple of little things that slip through. Um, the trouble is, I was thinking, I was saying to my mum, if the proofreaders, if it's like actual um, chronological type mistakes, you might find that the proofreader wasn't even born in 1997 or was only a kid. So if, if you kind of, if you kind of know something because you were there, that you, you, you almost need to have somebody who's just, we'd better go, oh, that doesn't sound right. But if, you, if you're only 20... You know, or you're 30 or whatever. You, it, it's just going to be something that happened when you were a kid. You wouldn't necessarily remember that it was wrong. So yeah, it's quite a lot of mistakes, little mistakes um, in in commercially published books. But I've had good, very good proofreaders because I've had my mum and I've had Lisa. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, but the best two proofreaders that ever existed. So. <laughs> He's after some of it. Yeah, yeah, what's he after? <laughs> well, I'm hoping that uh, you might be able to break down the door in a minute. But can I just just clarify who's going to write the complaint at 
is it? It's not Roundtree Macintosh, is it now? It's Mr. Nestle about the the fruit polos because I think we need to we need to um, clear this up if we yeah. can sort of get some movement on that. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll write a letter. Right. <laughs> Who, who's going who's to proofread it? Is Lisa going to proofread? Oh, Lisa, you better do that. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. And um, talking of movement, um, yeah, please can we open the door soon because, um, well, you know. <clears throat> yeah, um, it'll be fine. It, it will, I'll, I'll, we'll, the party will, I'm sure it's about to happen. It'll be, it'll be fine. Thank you for helping. We've got the stuff now. It's very heavy. Oh dear, I'll, I'll give you a hand. Ah, uh, sorry, man. You must have crossed over, you didn't realise. <laughs> um, oh, let, let me take that. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, listeners, we're back home now. I think we kind of run out of time. It it's difficult to know what to suggest. She's not right. There's definitely been a change. It's not a natural development. It's happened almost overnight after the party. We didn't stay very much longer. Actually, she was as she was when you heard her. She kept snipping at things. She kept trying to start arguments. She kept disagreeing, particularly with things that where it was quite clear she was in the wrong. But she, she would insist and we'd just sort of have to, to leave it. She didn't want to make things worse. Poor Martin, he's the end of his tether. He he doesn't he, he, it's horrible seeing her like that. But we don't know what's causing it. And if we can't get her to a doctor, we might have to ask Mr Trowbridge if he can help with some weird device or something that he might have in his possession. But I mean, we'll have to see. Martin's promised to um you know, keep an eye on her, and hopefully, hopefully she won't get any worse. Um, but it's so weird. She looks a million dollars. I mean, the whole change of image, it's kind of great, except it's not her, or it's not her how she used to be. Anyway, well, listeners, as I say, that is all we've got time for. We've got plenty of other episodes in the can, so please join us again soon. And hopefully we'll have some better news about this whole business. But uh, anyway, um, you take care. And uh, we'll be back with you soon. All right? All right. All right for now. Bye-bye. this. I wish there was something we could do. Well, Bettina, I think technically there is, and maybe I don't know if it's worth you going over to see her. Perhaps you and August just have a Skype chat with her. I mean, 
I'm releasing a podcast and you'll hear her on this podcast so you'll hear how she is and she isn't her usual self we're just concerned that you and August will go and visit her or you'll talk to her and it could upset August I know what you mean darling I mean she is his sister even oh oh dear uh, I wish we knew what was going on yeah I know and I know Martin wants her to go to a doctor but she just seems almost it's almost like her personality is more suiting to being the headmistress of a busy music school if you know what I mean <laughs> I think I might do I mean I mean darling Tallulah she was a bit of a pushover at times I think I probably sort of sometimes treated her like she was a lost dog <laughs> I, I don't mean that nastily well she is playing all of you she always has been yes darling and, you know, she was a bit of a yes lady, if you know what I mean. Um, I'd say something and she'd just laugh. She'd be, she'd be there and it would be quite strange talking to her now to find that she wasn't like that. Yes, damaging to the ego, eh? Oh, Paul, it sounds dreadful, but yes. That's not the Tallulah we know. Well, it might be the Tallulah we have to live with. Well, I, I guess if it's a natural change and not, not due to some trauma or, or some illness, then I would have to learn to live with that. Well, that's the question, isn't it? Is it to do with trauma or an illness or something else? Oh, Paul, something else. I dread that most of all. Well, so do we. So do we, Bettina, I'm afraid. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I can hear the theme music. Oh, darling, we've got to let you go. Yes, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, I'll talk to Martin again. Maybe I can then let you know about what's best, whether you go and visit them or whether you, you Skype them or something. All right, darling. Okay. Goodbye for now. Yeah, good, goodbye. Give my love to uh, August. I will do. Will do, my darling. Will do. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. So, Martin, how is she? Oh, uh, you know, much the same as when you saw her. <laughs> being bossy, being snappy. Um, I had to sort of iron out a few things. She had to bring a few supplies, and she was uh, she she called Albert about something to do with the Phoenix Festival, or, and got quite short with him. I had to uh, uh, I had to speak to him afterwards and explain that uh, you know she's been going through a bit of a bad patch. Oh golly, I still don't know what we should do. I think Mr. Trowbridge might be the answer, um, but. 
Yeah, because she's clearly not going to go to the doctor. No, she's not. I mean, does she have a doctor who she's known for years? Uh, well, I don't really know that because I've not known her for years myself. Oh, good point. Yeah, I just thought if she had a doctor that she'd known for like 30 years or 10 years or five years, who would know what she was like before the garden party and then we kind of, you know, you could perhaps, you know, next time she goes for a flu jab or something or, or um, I don't know, something. Um, well, I can look into it, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, we've all noticed the difference. So I guess a heli doctor down there might also uh, notice the difference. But uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, since the pandemic, lots of people have, you know, had changes in circumstances and lockdowns and all that sort of thing. It's changed people and some people still don't want to go out. Some people want to go out and they're going out all the time. And some people feel left behind because their friends are doing things with their families because they weren't able to do them, um, you know, during the pandemic. And um, so people aren't acting quite as they used to before the pandemic, let alone before Bettina's garden party. Hmm. You're not wrong, Paul. You're not wrong. I just hope we can find out what's wrong. Yeah, I hope we can. And we will. And we will, Martin. I promise you that. Thanks, Paul. Well, I guess we've got some options. Yeah, we have. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Cheers, Paul. Well, I better go for now. All right. Speak to you soon. Bye, Martin. Bye, Paul. Oh, dear. Tula, what is wrong with you? This is very concerning. Oh, kitty, kitty, dearie. Pepper, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I love dearie. So there we go. I there think we're going to have a, a surprise guest any second now, because oh. I've done done what I did last week and sent a text okay. and asked for um ah uh, here she is oh she does exist she's not um <laughs> hold on I'm gonna put this on uh, say hello oh. hello hello hello, hello. hello. <laughs> nice to meet you <laughs> oh I you might have to edit this out by the way um but as part of Angelique's cultural education, we watched um, Carry On Up the Kyber the other oh, week. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I say, like, um, it was um, quite an eye-opener for Angelique. I think she's aware. You've seen bits of Carry On films, and you know Kenneth Williams, but it's a bit of a sort of phenomenon for you, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. well, it's the first time. It's a bit weird, but there you are. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, I found it. But like the actor you like in France, or oh, there's two actors, isn't it? There's the two mm. comedy actors. Yeah, the, the old ones, uh, Louis Finesse and uh, Bourville. Bourville, and I was thinking also Pierre Richard. Pierre Richard, oh yeah, of course. Pierre Richard. <laughs> Your favourite. Yeah. So yeah, going back to films, but sort of, um, I can provide a list of some good films actually there. So uh, <laughs> indeed, what are you what are you up to at the moment? Um, well, I'm going to watch TV a bit. French TV, British TV. Well, I think there's uh, Inspector Barnaby. <laughs> so, <laughs> Midsummer Murders is on, but in France they call it Inspector Barnaby. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, what else? Oh, they're showing Mysterious Cities of Gold on French TV still as well. Mm-hmm. And also um, Going for Gold. They have a version of Going for Gold, 
and treasure hunts so yeah mm. and we tend to watch more french tv than sort of british stuff anyway but there oh and um, where's the cat uh the cat's gone outside Oh, okay. Onto the shed. <laughs> Onto the shed. Monroe's got um, a nemesis, so there's like sort of turf wars. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure when he'll be back. Okay. Anyway, a bientôt. A bientôt. Au revoir. Bye. 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 <laughs> Good to see you again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, gotta tell you, I didn't expect that. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. 588, 589, 590, 591. Très bien. Au revoir. Au revoir.